The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And today we're going to discuss how search behaviors are changing in the wake of the coronavirus. Joining us is Ryan Pertil, who is the Vice President of SEO at Healthline Media, which is now the largest and fastest growing consumer health publisher in the world. Healthline includes domains such as healthline.com, Medical News Today, Greatest.com, and they reach over 300 million people a month. And today, Ryan and I are going to talk about what he has seen related to the changes in user behavior in the wake of the coronavirus. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S. Dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my conversation with Ryan Pertil, VP of SEO at Healthline Media. All right, Ryan, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks so much for having me back, Ben. I'm feeling famous here. Hey, always great to have you. <laughs> One of my favorite guests on the show. I'm really excited to talk to you because you have some unique perspective. I was looking through your LinkedIn profile. You just did a webinar talking about today's topic, changes in user behavior in the wake of the coronavirus. Just for anybody that hasn't heard of you or hasn't heard you on the podcast, remind us all of what you do, give us a little context and tell me what you're seeing now that we're living in a post-corona world. Yeah, sure. So I'm the VP of SEO at Healthline Media. So we have three pretty big properties, Healthline.com, Medical News Today, and Greatest. Altogether, will be about 450 million visits this month. So at scale, I get to see kind of how health is moving and changing all the time. And we're able to set up some pretty consistent models to understand what might be changing. Well, this in the past year, obviously, as this pandemic has hit, you see pretty drastic changes pretty quick. So it's been a great lens to be able to have. I mean, 
Healthline's at the scale where you can really get a pulse of the nation and partly the world. So it's been really great to look at all this information, try to understand what's happening from a nerd perspective of looking at data. So Ryan, you've got some unique perspective. You get to look at a lot of data. Obviously, health is you know first and foremost on people's minds these days. Walk me through some of the high-level changes that you've seen. Sure. I think the first one that comes to mind is, you know, we've heard this joke of what day is this or every day is Wednesday and it's the... Schmunder day. <laughs> yeah. I've been going with Schmunder day. Schmunder day. And as much as we like goof around about that, it was really interesting to see from a data perspective that is coming out as true. So health had a very... Or at least our sites had a very predictable trajectory throughout the week even hourly, on how many people are visiting a site, what parts of the site are they visiting. We saw in March a total disruption of that. So where normally you saw Monday and Tuesday as the highest day of the week, and then it kind of slopes down to Saturday and starts coming back up as people get ready for the work week. It turned into just a straight diagonal line. Every day, there was more and more search than the day before it as the world really you know, became obsessed with this pandemic and trying to understand their own personal risks and things like that. So that was one of the first ones. So that's really interesting to me for a couple of different reasons. First and foremost, Monday and Tuesday are the days that people are thinking that they're sick, which means that people are going out more than they should Sunday night. And it's taking them one or two days to shake off their hangover is how I'm hearing this. Pretty predictable. Well, I actually looked over hangover content because we actually have enough content on our site where you can see predictably when it's New Year's Day or when it's the day after Cinco de Mayo or St. Patrick's Day, we see spikes in hangover content. And I kind of started thinking, well, with everyone quarantined for a long time, is our hangover content aggressively up? And it's not. Because people are constantly drinking. They don't stop. That's what my friend said. My friend said, there's two reasons. One, no one's got to show up to work. So they can be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> you know, Not everyone, but a lot of people are... Can you filter by parenthood? Yeah, I, I don't have that capability, but mm-hmm. maybe we'll dive in a little deeper and see how that goes. <laughs> so it's interesting to me that Monday and Tuesday, like I said, are the days where people are consuming the most health media. And you've seen that sort of... I don't know if it's flat line, but essentially you know, things are sort of normalizing from a day parting perspective. And then you also mentioned that you're seeing sort of a diagonal line, which infers that people are just searching for health-related content more on a consistent basis. So search volumes look like they're up. Why do you think that is? Absolutely. I mean, well, I think there's a couple different reasons. I think as you're quarantined and from home, you're certainly going to be in front of devices more, searching more. And then secondly, your news and the worldview has really been so obsessed and so concerned, rightfully so, about COVID-19, that it's going to drive a lot more searches from people in general. And one interesting thing that we kind of saw, and we were calling it internally like the COVID mindset, was even in places where there was kind of evergreen, very reliable search traffic, conditions like cholesterol or how to lose weight, things that might have a little seasonality, but not much, actually lost a lot of traffic. People were less interested in the things that they traditionally had searched. And all of that, plus more, was focused into COVID-related queries. So it really dominated the mindset of the entire zeitgeist, really. That's interesting. So you're essentially seeing a shift in how people are consuming evergreen content. And they're essentially not necessarily just saying, hey, cholesterol and COVID-19... 
but just replacing that query with a COVID-19 query. Yeah, and some more. So I wouldn't say a full replacement. So you see like 20% drops and shifts in places where you would not normally see that. Now, I will say like that has changed over time. It's almost like a triage model, right? Like in March, everyone's in triage. What is this condition? How do I protect myself against it? How serious is it? And then over time, those queries have really started to change. And now it's, can I get COVID twice? What's the best face mask? It became, what is the condition to living with the condition? And when that started opening up, you started seeing a return to these other evergreen areas that we are normally seeing. So like weight loss and cholesterol, which dropped in early March, you started seeing it all come back as people start remembering, oh yeah, like I still care about that. Or if you're managing a chronic condition, oh, I still remember, oh, I still need to, to be able to manage my type 2 diabetes in the wake of this world. So it was almost moved from like a triage model to a sustainability model. And that's actually when you started seeing the days coming back. Okay. So when you think about the mindset, you mentioned there's the COVID mindset, you know, put yourself in the shoes of the average consumer. Obviously, people are concerned about their health for sort of the broad SEO community. How should they interpret some of these changes? You know, how do you think that this impacts their performance and strategies? Yeah, it's a great question. And like, I think the first thing to note is you can always see changes in the search stream, right? So if you were ever on a strategy that was just, this is the only way to think about my users and then build it out, you should start playing with that in general. Like this is a good opportunity to be able to see massive changes and move things along. But in general, your strategy should never be so static that it's, hey, we just set it and forget it in the SEO world. I would say some things to be thinking about is... You know, whether you're in health or not in health, the living arrangements of the world has changed, right? Like people are now spending a lot more time with people that maybe they didn't spend time with. Like their kids. Or, yep. <laughs> or much more isolated than they were before. And that is going to change the way users consume information, what they search on, what they buy. So having like an acute look into the search stream and trying to understand that, but also having an acute look into what your users care about right now, I think makes a lot of sense to start investing in. And you can think about that from channel area too. So that's something we did a lot of work with, with which was like, what are the types of things that make sense for a news query right now versus a more evergreen query versus what we would call a discovered query, where it's like, okay, what people will read and in social and see it and go, oh, yeah, I want to know about that, but might not search for it. So kind of pulling out your content by platform and how you're going to reach people in this new world, I think is a smart way to be looking at it. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. 
Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. There's a broader question here that I have for you. You're seeing changes in the mindset of search users. Have you seen similar changes I know this isn't necessarily your area of expertise, but you know, across some of your other properties, are people consuming social media differently than they did pre-coronavirus, right? Do you have a sense of whether the change is just happening in how people search and use primarily Google? Yeah. Or is it really just all online content consumption? I think it's across the board. Now, I don't work in the trenches of social to really know, but I do know well enough that some of our articles that were really built on the query part of it, of evergreen queries, exploded on social all around COVID. So there is a high demand still for COVID content. Now, personally, I feel like, oh, there might be some fatigue there at this point, right? Like, oh my God, I'm so over it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm in the same boat. So finding those queries that other users are missing that you can kind of hit. So like there was a great social article that Greatest did on, hey, I quarantined with my boyfriend and it was kind of a new relationship. And now I'm in this new place of like, now I'm living with my boyfriend, which I wouldn't have been living with if this was a normal circumstance. So, (laughs) and that did excellent. And I think it's because like, yeah, does anyone want to read the COVID symptoms thing anywhere? No, but people want to know about their new reality. You know, it's changing each day. So you know, again, having insight into your user, having insight into the search stream is what's going to benefit you here. Overlaid on top of the user behavior changes is some of the changes that Google's made as well. They obviously did not shy away from making their core algorithm update in the midst of the coronavirus. It seems like Google is getting a better sense of, you know, how to connect what people's queries are to the right piece of the right content. How do you think Google is thinking about changes in user behavior? And have you had any indication that they're making short-term adjustments because of the coronavirus? Or do you think that they're just making long-term sweeping changes? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think the first thing you can do is look back at an old SERP and just take coronavirus symptoms, for example, and take the big head term, and watch how Google has changed not only who ranks, but the actual SERP features of that page. They've got a left nav. They got a left nav. They got a, a map. They have live statistics. It's it's packed, right? So it was a good new thing for me to think out. Oh, when worldwide events happen like this, Google, because of their mission, I would say probably, are going to take charge of how that information is disseminated, right? So depending on where you are in the context of health and your kind of topical authority in those areas, you should think about what's going to be a good play for you, right? Like just from a competition perspective. So there's going to be a second... I totally believe there'll be a second wave of this virus. Oh, after everybody going out on Memorial Day, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, splashing around in pools, probably not the best thing to do. But 
there's going to be a whole new set of searches that are coming out. And Google's going to continue to take more and more real estate for these searches or point them to the CDCs and the Who's. So I do think Google, because of their mission, is going to take up more and more space in places like this. So you need to think about, okay, well, how does that affect your strategy? Where can you actually get information to people? Where can you create better information? So that's where we've been focused in terms of seeing that. I mean, we saw at one point about 11% of all HealthMind's traffic was COVID-related content, right? And you started seeing that drop towards late March. One, because people were searching less on that specific thing, but really because Google was changing the SERPs dramatically. So at one point, like we ranked number one for hydroxychloroquine. And then that became a news intent. That became a, you know, a million other places came in. And then Google had to step in and kind of change the SERPs. And you saw a lot of volatility in those particular areas. So in terms of the greater landscape of where we stand and how the coronavirus is changing user behaviors, do you think we're at the beginning? Do you think things are normalizing? Are things starting to get back to normal? Yeah, and I I would say they're coming back to a new normal, right? There's fundamental changes to the way people live and the way people interact that will change the search stream from now on. But we are seeing the return of the predictable day-to-day traffic trajectory. So Mondays and Tuesdays are our best days. Friday, Saturdays are worse. Like that is coming back. We're seeing conditioned content, interest in evergreen content coming back, right? People remembering that they have underlining conditions that they are interested in and kind of bringing back. But there's new things that will be there forever now. So like exercise from home content has skyrocketed. And I think that will continue to do really well. Mental health issues, right? Like we think about mental health and it's a big foundation for us at Healthline, a big part of our mission. You think about what's the worst thing you can do to a person, right? What do they do to people in jail who are the worst of the worst, right? They put them in solitary confinement. The worst thing that we can do to people is isolate them completely. Well, this is happening at scale across the United States, right? More and more people are just left alone. There will be substance abuse issues that grow because of this. There will be depression, there will be anxiety. We're already seeing traffic towards those types of content. Lots of pregnancies, lots of divorce. Lots of pregnancies, lots of... Hopefully not the same couples. Yep. We're seeing all sorts of different searches for how do I communicate, even with like roommates. Like, oh, I got to work next to my roommate now. Like, how do I get better at communicating boundaries and X, Y, and Z? So I think we say a return to normal, but there's a return to a new normal. And those things are going to continue to escalate. But you'll see a return of some of the normal stuff of how do I lose weight or, you know, these more lifestyle search queries are going to come back. So Ryan, I'm going to put a pin in it here because I do want to continue the conversation and get your perspective on what's going to happen as we start to get to this new normal. So let's land the plane today. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Ryan Pertill, Vice President of SEO at Healthline Media. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Ryan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Ryan Pertill2. That's R-Y-A-N-P-U-R-T-I-L-L, the number two. Or you could visit his company's website, which is healthline.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-L-I-N-E.com. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You could send us your topic suggestions, your SEO questions, or you could apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 